This is the Chord Buddy Podcast with Chord Buddy inventor Travis Perry. Learn to play the guitar in seconds with Chord Buddy. Find out more at ChordBuddy.com. C-H-O-R-D Buddy.com. And now, the Chord Buddy Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in. David Summers. It's another Chord Buddy Podcast. Episode number seven here with the inventor of Chord Buddy. Travis Perry. What's up, Travis? Well, Dave, I don't know if you realize this or not, my brother, uh, but this Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> oh, there's a, fo- there's a football game. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking before we started the podcast. I watched football for the first couple of weeks, and yep, then I quit yep. watching it, and then I get interested again. But there's so many Tom Brady haters out there for some reason. Right. But I'm not. I'm pulling for the old goat. I am too. Yeah. yeah. And I like Gronk. I mean, I'm yep. a Gronk fan. Yep. So, And I don't hate Kansas City. I mean, because I like them. My wife's family's from Kansas City. So they're huge Kansas City Chiefs fans. So it's going to be a good game. I'm actually, this is a Super Bowl I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Patrick Mahomes has seemed to just an amazing career. You know, his wife may have a baby. Really? Yeah, that's sort of, they thinking that it could happen. Like during the game or close to the game time? Any day. Oh, man. Any day is what they were saying. What you going to do? You know, what will he do? And he hasn't answered any of those questions. What's he going to do? He's going to keep playing football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whether he's there or not, baby's either going to come or it ain't. Yeah, wow. Wow. Okay. And Andy Reid, he's, he's, it's cool to see him succeed as yeah. a head coach. So that's pretty awesome. And they won last year. So will they do it again this year? Yeah. But it's amazing what Tom Brady has done in one year. You wonder if Bill is just kicking. <laughs> Every morning he gets up and looks in the mirror and goes, you're an idiot. You're a flat-footed <laughs> idiot, Bill. <laughs> anyway, so it's fun. I, I, I'm kind of like you. I, I do watch a lot of college football. Do you do mm-hmm. college football? I do. I'm an Auburn fan, but I'm not such a – a lot of Alabama Auburn people, you know, if they if you're an Alabama fan, you hate Auburn or yeah, Auburn. Not you, me. I no. mean, I, you know, I, I went to school at Auburn for a while, so I'm a fan. I ended up graduating from Troy, but when Alabama and Auburn plays, I pick for the one that's got the best chances. If one does, that yeah, is, to, yeah, yeah. to go on. Yeah. Now, if they don't, then I'm Auburn all the way. But if, if Alabama could win a national title, I'm for that. I'm for Absolutely. That. Yeah. I don't pull against either team until they play each other. Right. So that's where we draw the line. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen, the last time we <laughs> talked, we talked about how you had been blessed by Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Not just one. You kind of get the idea that, oh, he was on one episode of Shark Tank. But you were also on Beyond the Tank. There was a Christmas special. You appeared on Shark Tank more than folks realize. Oh, yeah. Well, we were, again, fortunate and blessed to be one of the top 10 fan favorites. So when they do the Nielsen ratings or whatever it is for Shark Tank and they poll people, the good old boy, Redneck from Alabama, was always in the top <laughs> 10 of fan favorites. Wow. So, wow. So knowing that every time people was Googling what they were going to watch and it showed we were going to re-air, mm-hmm. it helped their viewership. And in fact, we just re-aired on MSNBC Monday night again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So then there came a time that the Shark Tank side of things kind of went away. Yeah. They made a rule and that after you have re-aired for four years, you won't re-air on national anymore. Including repeats. Right. Right. You'll never re-air again on national, meaning ABC. Right. Now, right. MSNBC, yes. But obviously, the viewership of MSNBC is considerably less than ABC. Do you notice any residuals or results from MSNBC? Yeah. 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 We didn't notice too much from our website this past Monday, but Amazon sales went through the roof. Oh, wow. About three times the normal daily 
daily sales. So it aired on MSNBC this last Monday. Uh huh. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's more than just a trickle in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it tripled. It tripled our sales on Amazon. Our website sales were better, but it wasn't triple. And I thought that odd. In fact, I told Jake. I said, "Isn't that odd that Amazon would triple, right. but not our website?" So, other than MSNBC, what did you do when Shark Tank kind of went away? Ooh, how did? Uh, what was the method? <laughs> what was the plan? What was the strategy? <laughs> Panic. Panic. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, a cold sweat. I I mean, literally, we record this podcast in my office. I sat there at my desk on the other side mm-hmm. wondering what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Because here's what happened. Let me set it up. Okay. We were on in 12. Mm-hmm. All right. So when 16, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So when 17 rolled around, because we re-aired a lot. I mean, we re-aired the original re-aired, the beyond re-aired. I mean, we were re-airing. Yeah. And about every other month, sometimes every month, and ching, ching, ching every time that happened. Wow. So I'm sitting there, you know, and we're halfway through the year, and I'm going, what's going on? I mean, we hadn't re-aired, and I'm watching the money pour out of the bank account. And, uh, I mean, cost, expenses, salaries. uh, Everything keeps going, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but we're not selling nothing, you know. Nothing's coming in. I'm just paying bills going out. And so I end up calling Clay Newbell, who is a producer, and I said, man, what is up? And he says, oh, I don't remember if he said, you didn't get the memo or you didn't get the news or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I said, what did you tell me? He said, oh, once you air four years, you don't re-air anymore. Oh. I went, really? He said, well, he said, yeah, because, you know, we didn't know when Shark Tank aired, would it be one year or two years or 10? You know, we didn't know, but when it kept ratings-wise, whether it would stay on the air or not. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So he said, you know, once you get so you can't keep re-airing the same people, you got to re-air some other people. Yeah. And so we just made the rule that four years and you're out. You age out. And I went, okay, well, I wish I had gotten the memo because I'm halfway through the year and I've lost a ton of money. You know? Was it difficult for you to get through to a pretty heavyweight producer like that? No. I mean, it would be. I, I mean, not because it's I just, he's the one that called me the very initially yeah initially yeah and then i met him when we were out there and he actually had a big part of suggesting to mark burnett who mm-hmm. owns shark tank and yeah. also owns survivor survivor a lot of and, things yeah. and uh, the donald trump thing apprentice yeah that john rich yeah. one right well that's how we got together right and, okay so and clay newbell had a big part in that too i understand so anyway we just had an open line of email communication you know so he says oh man i said oh we got to figure out how to stand on our own two little skinny legs now was that kind of an awakening where you said okay now i gotta have a plan yeah exactly yeah they, because you i mean really I, i'm not gonna say it was raining money but you had been so richly blessed from all all of these airings on ABC. Right. And see, I didn't have to spend any money right. on advertising. Yeah. I mean, because the re-airs was my advertising. Right. And so now we had to figure out this brand new thing of Facebook and this brand mm-hmm. new thing of mm-hmm. Twitter. And it was brand new, but it was brand new to me marketing-wise. Right. I didn't even know if you marketed on Facebook or you marketed. So, yes. And it was a little struggle. I'll be honest. I spent a lot of money with a lot of different people that said that they could do it all and they would, you know, do X amount of dollars for me and time you spend several thousand 
ten fifteen thousand dollars with them, figure out they ain't moving the needle. Wow. Okay, so you had to come up with a plan. Let's talk about what that plan was when we come back right after the break. Right here, the Cord Buddy Podcast continues in a moment. To contact Cord Buddy or stay in touch, look for us on Facebook at the Cord Buddy and find our Facebook group. It's called Striking a Chord. Find tons of information and all of our products online at cordbuddy.com. That's C-H-O-R-D buddy.com. Welcome back. It's the Cord Buddy Podcast. David Summers here with the inventor of Cord Buddy, Travis Perry. Travis, thank you again for the invitation. It's yeah, man. fun to hear about the success that you've been going through with Cord Buddy over the years and the time that you spent with the folks from Shark Tank and the four years thereafter where you were, again, we're so, we said this a couple of times, so richly blessed. And then all of a sudden that kind of went away. Did you feel naked? Ooh, I did. I mean, it, it was, it was a, it was a scary panic time. As you said, you had some money saved. You had some, you had some funds saved up, mm-hmm. but you, as you were telling me moments ago, you watched that shrink. Oh, big time. Because expenses time. still have to be paid. Oh yeah. Well, and, and like you said, uh, uh, you know, you had, you figured out a plan. Yeah, I got a plan, but, uh, it took me about almost three years to find a plan that worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a plan that just wasn't working. And uh, I'd reach out to an internet marketing company, and oh yeah, we yeah we do this, we do that. And sign up with them for six months, they ain't sold nothing. Go to another one. Go to another one. I mean it. It got pretty pretty dark. Uh, you already had the practice of patience. <laughs> you already you already learned patience. Yeah. yeah. In in the beginning, before Shark Tank called you back initially. Well, you know, here's what a few things I. I I know. All right. One, I know me. Right. <laughs> and, and I and, and and I don't quit, you know. And 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 it's the entrepreneurial spirit or inventor spirit. You know, if you're a quitter, you, you don't you don't find many people success you don't find many successful entrepreneurs if you're if you're a quitter. Right. So I know me, I'm not gonna quit. And two, uh I know I got a product that people want. I mm-hmm. mean that had mm-hmm. been proven and proven by tens and hundreds of thousands of sales right so i know we got a product i know i ain't gonna quit so i just gotta keep looking through this haystack of internet marketing people until i find one that can move the needle and that happened last april of 2020 so it took me from 17 to 2020 to find a guy that could move the needle and oh boy can he move the needle Wow. So, and what what was it about this person? What was it about this organization? Uh, he was a viral video specialist. Ah. So he says, Travis, you, if you show a picture of your product, nobody knows what it is. Right. They don't know if it's a toy, if it's a cheat, if it's a game. I mean, it's not yeah. evident. Yeah. You show a video of what it does, just like people saw it on Shark Tank. You know, they saw it in action. They buy it. He said, these other people have not been utilizing the video power of this product. I notice everything that you do on Facebook is a video. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you click on the play button, it's immediately, oh, here's what this thing does. That's exactly right. So it right. teaches me how to play guitar. Yeah. And there are products that doesn't require video. I mean, if you're selling a chair, I mean, you just show the chair. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all know what a chair is or whatever. But my product, a picture 
is guaranteed not to sell it because it just confuses them. They don't know what it is. Right. So it has to be a video. And for two and a half years, why these other people weren't as smart as Matt Johnson, who does it now, with Social Guide, I don't know. He has not denied the part. So was there a low point in that three years where you thought, okay, man, or did the spirit (laughs) of the being an entrepreneur keep you going? It did. And that's why I'm still here. But I'll be honest, when you start looking at reality, going, you know, we've gone from X amount of money to we got this amount of money, and I've got about enough left in there to pay bills for two months. You can be all the entrepreneurial you want. So were you literally that low? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this was in the nick of time that this guy kind of jumped in and... Grace of God. Yeah. Absolutely. Grace of God. Wow. While you were so successful, did you... Surely you got just tremendous amounts of email and stories from hundreds or thousands of people. Thousands. About, just a few is on the wall there I in the saw, hall, hallway. Those, yeah. But I have, oh, God, I have thousands of people that this product has literally changed their life, saved their life. Yeah. Many. That had to be one of the things that you said, I can't stop. I got to keep going. This yeah. is going to kick back in. Well, that and go down and walk and, and see my employees, you know, right. because that weighs on you a lot. So, yeah, I mean, it got tough. And I just thank God and goodness every day that Matt Johnson came into my life. How much is on the shelf versus how much is sold on the internet we look for the ideal is 50 50 mm-hmm. but probably now because of matt johnson and mm-hmm. his internet greatness we're probably doing a 70 30 now so that means more money for us obviously because if they buy off our website we're making full margin versus selling wholesale where we sell at half price right so, so you're on more shelves than i realized what kind of stores are you in and, well, and that's nationally we've been in walmart we've been in target we've been in books a million you say that like past tense well we've chosen to remove ourselves from a lot of those places okay their returns is through the roof it's a lot of reasons the margins mm-hmm. are slim uh, what a we, lot of headache yeah, yeah. I mean, it, everybody thinks they want to be on the chef in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been on the chef in Walmart. I've right. been on the chef in Target. We were one of the biggest Christmas products ever in Toys R Us. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've been there. So be careful what you wish for. We're still on the dot-coms of all those, except mm-hmm. Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gone. But, but you can still buy us on Walmart.com. And, but now there's counterfeits on Walmart.com, too. At Walmart.com? Yeah. Yeah. It, it appears so. And But you're talking about the dark times. We talked about it on break. So while that's going on and we're not doing any business, the counterfeits hit us. In November of 2019, counterfeits hit us and cost us, almost sunk us. They run our reputation because the counterfeit product, thank goodness, is a piece of crap yeah. and doesn't work. Which is a good thing, because if it did work and was a great product, I would be sunk. What kind of website would set up these counterfeits? Hundreds. So in China, over here where we have people sitting there calling people on your phone, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. over there they have thousands upon thousands of people sitting there making fake counterfeit websites of American products. Wow. Yeah. So all of the counterfeiting, China. Yes. And here's another thing they do. Makes me so boiling mad. They copy our videos. They watch what our ads are Mm -hmm. and copy them. Wow. So it looks like us. They're using me. They're using my dead mother. They're using my kids. They're using all of our videos. So they watch what we're doing, and then they copy our ad and repost it as theirs. Facebook, I believe, has to be aware of this. 
How do you explain to an upset buyer who bought this implement that they think is yours Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work? And it happens, David, 10 to 20 times a day that that angry buyer calls. And they're all angry. Do they call here? Yeah, they call here, and they'll either talk to me or Jake or somebody or, or Leslie, and they're mad as a hornet. And I don't blame them. Because right. they bought what they perceived to be the product that they loved on Shark Tank, and they got it, and it's a piece of dirt. Give me an idea of a name of a website that would confuse them or fool okay. them. There's one called Guitar Sum. Guitar Sum. S-O-M-E. Yep, S-O-M-E. They say they're out of Australia. They're actually out of China. They're one of the big ones. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. If you go on wish.com and search Chord Buddy... Yeah. Everyone is on there at the counter. People who get in business just don't think about this aspect. Right. Well, and it took me by surprise when we had a customer say, hey, I just bought one on Amazon, and it saw so-and-so, and, I, and I'm going, nah, it, it didn't. And so I went there and, and saw it was a, my picture, but something didn't look right, so I ordered one, and it came in, and it was a, from China. Counter- you, Of course, you were saying, no, that's not us. Yeah. Well, I, I said, I don't even know what this is. This has got to be a scam. I thought it was a scam. Yeah. And I ordered it, and about a month later, it showed up, and it was a counterfeit. It's just incredible that people who might encounter this one day, that's something that if they are fortunate enough to invent a product and mm-hmm. see it to fruition like you have, it's amazing that you have to deal with this. 60%, and this is a study, 60% of sales on some of the, the biggie, the Amazon, mm-hmm. counterfeit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, that sounds too high to me, but we're actually in the middle of a lawsuit. We have found a way that way to sue these overseas companies that are in China, but they have U.S. bank accounts. Right. That we can actually seize their funds. We're working on that. If I'm a buyer, how do I keep from buying a counterfeit? The real true only way is to, now there's a couple of ways, but the true only way is to go to our website and type it in, C-H-O-R-D-B-U-D-D-Y dot com. Don't start typing C-H-O-R-D and as it starts populating, right. pick right. on one of those because the top ones are counterfeits. So you have to type the whole thing in. Now, wow. if you're on Amazon or if you're on Facebook, when you click on the fake ad, which is going to look like a real one, yep. you're going to have to go and see where it ships from. So to ensure that you're getting the real thing, C-H-O-R-D, cordbuddy.com. And spell it all out. Right. Yeah. It's a mess. I'm telling you, this counterfeit, we could talk about it on every podcast from now to doomsday. Wow. But there are so many great American companies have been put out of business by this. It's, Does it cost you to fight this, prevent gosh, this? Gosh, yes. I've had to hire a person just to do customer service wow. for it. I spent tens of thousands of dollars legally with yeah. attorneys taking down but it's whack-a-mole you take down 10 they yeah. put up 20 yeah but finally you go what's the use because like you said they have thousands of people on the phone and on emails building websites and continuously yeah oh yeah that's incredible yeah okay yeah. so if you want the real deal c-h-o-r-d cordbuddy.com and can you still buy it in stores locally in the well, dothan alabama area it, of course yeah and nationally i mean we're in all the guitar centers and we're in 400 mom and pops throughout the nation are those locations listed on cordbuddy.com? We did at one point. Right now, we're doing some refurbication of our website, and that hasn't been added back. But when it's all said and done, yes. But, but currently, no. When in doubt, cordbuddy.com. Yep. Hey, Travis, it's been a lot of fun. Again, it's so much fun hearing the details and a lot of things we don't know about. We tend to think, 
well, that appearance on Shark Tank, man, this made life easy for you. Well, it, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it did. But here's the thing. When you have great success, you can't back up. you got to keep having great success. Right. And right. greater success. So you go from here to a bar this high, you can't go back down to where you started. you got to yeah. keep going. got to keep going. <laughs> so, and, that, and that's not easy a lot of times. Hey, so. thanks for sharing this time and telling yeah. this story. It's Enjoyed amazing. It. Can't yeah. wait to get back next week, and we'll do it again. To contact Cord Buddy or stay in touch, look for us on Facebook at The Cord Buddy and find our Facebook group. It's called Striking a Chord. Find tons of information and all of our products online at cordbuddy.com. That's C H O R D Buddy.com. Listen next time for the Cord Buddy Podcast with Travis Perry. The Cord Buddy Podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find out more at CordBuddy.com or Facebook or Instagram at The Cord Buddy.